I'm Rachel, the creative director for Ramdas's Love Serve Remember Foundation, and I'd like to welcome you to our Inner Academy, a virtual Dharma Hall where our family of wisdom teachers will help you navigate your daily life by bringing ancient wisdom into a modern context. With over 200 hours of audio and video teachings, meditations, and practices from teachers like Ramdas, Krishnadas, Sharon Salzberg, Jack Kornfield, Roshi Joan Halifax, Joseph Goldstein, and many more. The Inner Academy is your core resource for finding balance, presence, and navigating the ups and downs of your daily life. The Inner Academy has guidance for every step of your journey. Choose from an annual or monthly membership and gain access to past and future courses, retreat replays, virtual community, and much more. If you've been familiar with Love Server Member Foundation for a while, you'll know that most of our offerings are given freely or on a sliding scale basis. So when you subscribe to the Inner Academy, you're paying it forward and bolstering our ability to continue creating accessible offerings for all in the future, as Ramdas wished for us to do. Be here now and start your journey with Ramdas's Inner Academy today. For more, visit ramdas.org forward slash inner academy. Teaching meditation can be a deeply rewarding experience. Help others improve their mental and emotional well-being reduce stress, improve focus, increase self-awareness and self-regulation, all while deepening your own practice and understanding. Join acclaimed author, Buddhist teacher, and Emmy Award-winning musician David Nickturn on Tuesday, May 28th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for a free online discussion on teaching meditation in Dharma Moon's renowned Mindfulness Meditation Teacher Training Program. Get certified by Dharma Moon to teach meditation lead group practice sessions, and work with individual students. Visit dharmamoon.com slash be here now for more info and to reserve your spot for the free online event with David Nickturn on May 28th. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Krishnadas Pilgrim Heart Hour. In this podcast, Krishnadas shares his warm-hearted and down-to-earth path to the divine. If you are interested in supporting Krishnadas's podcast, please go to beherenownetwork.com/kd.
baby love, my baby love. I love you, oh, how I love you. That's what it is. It's baby love. Gopala. Maharaja used to become like a little baby when we sang it to him. He'd roll around on his bed, you know, and just like in ecstasy. It was so unbelievable to see. It's like, you know, it was incredible. He'd go, and he'd roll, roll around. Oh, my. And the most powerful form of Hanuman is, is uh, what do they call it? It's baby Hanuman. And because you know the story of Hanuman, we'll talk about it tomorrow, but there's one at the very beginning of his life when he was a baby, you know, he was born with all the siddhis, all the powers of Shiva. And so one time he, he saw the sun rising in the sky early in the morning and it looked like a sweet fruit. So he ran up to grab it and eat it. And Indra, the, the sun got scared and, he, and Indra, the king of the gods, came and shot a thunderbolt and hit him on the chin and knocked him down. Hanu is chin. So Hanuman is, means the one with the, like the broken chin. So then also he had, you know, being very spiritual, he loved the rishis and the sadhus in the jungle. So as a young child, he used to go hang out with them and he loved them so much he would juggle them up and down, you know. He'd throw them up in the air and, and play with them and destroy all their fancy, you know, important uh, rituals. So they cursed him. They said that he would only remember his powers when he was reminded. So from that moment on, he had to be reminded to, that he, who he was and what he could do. Otherwise, he was just immersed in Ram and Ram Nam, in the name of Ram. So that's why they considered the baby Hanuman to be the most powerful, because he had no restrictions. He could do anything at any time. Kind of like most babies, anything at any time. Usually at four in the morning. <laughs> Anyhow. And I met, when I, I used to hang out in the jungle with this very old Baba. I talked about him before. He was 163 when I met him. And that was 25 years ago. So, but he was a worshiper of baby Hanuman. And he had this cave downstairs. He used to let us go down and sit there. And there was a big painting of, huge baby Hanuman with the sun behind him, right? And, and we used to go down and spend a lot of time there. After many days down there, I noticed down in the corner of the painting was a tiny little picture, a painting of the Baba looking up at this huge baby Hanuman with the sun behind him. And apparently this was a, 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 a picture that he told somebody to paint about his darshan of Hanuman when he had the vision of Hanuman, that the baby Hanuman was huge and the sun was behind him and he was tiny in the corner looking up at this huge thing. You know, I remember when I was in the jungle or at this Baba's ashram, the, uh, the Ramayan was, uh, the, you know, they made a, 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 a TV serial of the Ramayan, the Ramayan. And it, it started that year I was there. So I was in the jungle, and I wanted to watch it, and they had a little black and white TV. It was about a 10-inch screen, and it was covered with a cloth, and it was up on a shelf. 
So I asked, uh, I asked, you know, if we could watch this thing. And they said, oh, yeah, so just go sit in there and we'll turn it on at like 4 o'clock. So I went in there about a quarter to 4. And I was sitting there alone. One by one, all these incredible-looking babas walked in. They came out of the jungle to watch this television show about Ram. And they had long jatta, you know, and they were covered with ashes. Some of them were naked. Some of them said a little longer, and they looked like, and their eyes were like burning coals, you know. I was sitting there surrounded by these guys, you know, thinking, oh, my God, what is this, right? And they all stood there like this, you know, sitting there like this. Then the television would turn on, and every single one, oh, I'm seeing, look at Ram, I see Ram, oh, there's one man, yeah. It was insane. And then as soon as the TV went off, they got off and walked, disappeared back into the jungle. Oh, my God. India. Mama. And I have a picture in my bathroom right next to the toilet. It's a picture of Maharaji reading a book called uh, Bhaktaraj Hanuman, King of Devotees, Hanuman. He's lying, he's standing like this and he's holding the book up and he's reading it. As I sit there reading the Times, I gaze over at him reading about Hanuman and I realize he doesn't think about the Times, you know, or, or the Post or the Washington Post or Huffington Post. He only cares about Hanuman. He's always reading Hanuman, I'm reading the Times. Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Boom, you know. That's what he loves. He loves, there's a beautiful line in the Ramayana. Rama keval prema piyara. Jani leon jo jani yara. Something like that, I don't know the Hindi. But it means like, Ram only loves love. The only way to get to Ram is through love. Ram loves love alone. There's no other way. There's no manipulation, there's no yoga, there's no tantra, there's no nothing that can get Ram, can bring Ram to you, except love. The Tulsidas Ramayana is beautiful. Well, we'll talk about it tomorrow. But it's the devotional telling of the story of the Valmiki Ramayana, which is the original telling of the story of Ram. And it's all in verse, and it's all poetry, and it's sung in India. It's not read, it's sung. It's all like song. It's so beautiful. Save it for tomorrow. Okay, so let's try this. These are the words to the song here. Okay, sing right now, sing. Let's take a lottery. How many seconds will it take, Mark, to figure out what song this is? (laughs) You should see, show him the stack of songs. He's got all, every song has its own card. And I looked and I said, 
I, I said to him, I know that many chants. <laughs> He's got everything written down. just practicing because I haven't played it in 20 years. Closer than breath you are the air, sweeter than life itself, you are here, I am a wanderer, you are my peace, I am a prisoner, you are Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Chuck Nugent. There's life support here somewhere. Dr. Rick. <laughs> Dr. Rick's here. We're okay. Uh-huh. I didn't come up with it. It's been around since Jesus has been around. <laughs> but Really, you know, in India, there we were in India, hanging out with our guru, a little old Hindu man, Indian man, in a blanket. And he looked at us one day and he said, Hanuman, Krishna, and Christ are the same. Terrific. <laughs> this is not what I wanted to hear. And he started to talk to us about Jesus. At first, you know, we thought, oh, it's because we're Westerners and... That's kind of the local religion here, the main local religion. But no, it seemed to be something different. He really began to talk to us about Jesus. And, um, and he spoke about him with such emotion. Really, it was unusual. It was striking. We didn't know what to think. It was moving, very moving. You know, he would say, you know, he would get quiet and he would look and it looked like tears were going to come and he would say, you know, he loved everyone. He felt no pain on the cross. He loved everyone. He loved everyone. He never died. He became one with all beings. You know. That wasn't the Jesus I heard about growing up, you know. I don't know about you, but uh, so it was extraordinary. And so Ramdas and us, we, we started to, on Sunday mornings, we put on our white holy clothes and sit on the porch of the, the hotel where we were living. And uh, we'd read out loud from the Gospels. And it was like, oh, of course. Because this is what we were seeing in India. This is what we were experiencing with Maharaji and with the saints and with the, the holy ways that people lived there. It was just like, oh, I get it now. You know, it was amazing. When I was, when I had, was having a nervous breakdown, I was going to jump in the river and drown myself because it was only six inches deep. <laughs> but I figured if I could squeeze my head in between a couple of rocks and hold it there long enough, you know. He looked at me and said, what are you going to do, jump in the river? Ha, ha, ha. He said, worldly people don't die. Worldly people, only Jesus died the real death. He said, he, because he never thought of himself. He never thought of himself. So that's not like just not thinking of yourself. Thoughts of an individual self 
different from other people, separate from other people, never arose in his consciousness. He was completely united with all beings. He was one, just like Hanuman, just like Ram, just like Krishna, just like all the great beings. No thought of himself ever arose. He went for there for his people and he left for his people. It's just another way of seeing it, you know, that we never, never occurred to me on Long Island. Where's Raku? Is he here? So, I'm going to tell the story wrong again, okay? Thank you. I need his permission, because he was the one. So this Canadian guy came to the temple one day, you know, and uh, none, he didn't know anything about how Maharaji was, so but out to Maharaji Maharaj said, you know, where are you from, Canada? What do you want? Why'd you come? So he thought he should give like a spiritual answer, you know. Like, so I said, well, you know, could you teach me how to meditate? He never talked about that stuff. He never talked about that, that stuff. When we asked him, how do you find God? He said, serve people. Excuse me? What do you mean? Serve them what? Lunch? It was unusual. And then how do you raise Kundalini? Feed people. He never told us to meditate. He never instructed us to do things that were overtly for the sake of our own so-called spiritual advancement. Never. So, he says, he says, get out of here. Go in the back with the other crazy people, the Westerners. You know, Go on, get out. So as he's walking away, Maharaj says, just meditate like Christ. So, now, so he came back and we, 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 said, we introduced ourselves and then we debriefed him because we debriefed everybody who was with Maharaj. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? He said to meditate like Christ? Jesus. That works every time. I laugh every time and I've said it 40 billion times. Anyhow, so... We figured now we got him. Because if he said that, then he must know how Jesus meditated. We'll ask him, he'll tell us, and we'll do it, and bam, we'll be enlightened. <laughs> just like that. It's just. So later on, I think it was Ramdas asked him, Baba, you said we should meditate like Christ. How did he meditate? So it seemed as if he was about to say something, but then he just stopped. And his eyes closed. And he sat in front of us completely still. You have to understand, we never saw him sit still for one second. He was throwing fruit in all directions, talking to ten people at once, patting this one on the head, patting this one. Total chaos all the time. And all of a sudden, boom. We just... And he sat there, and he sat there, and it seemed like the whole world stopped turning. And then two tears came down his cheek. And he just kind of shook himself, and he said, 
He's one with all beings. He's one with all beings. He never died. He never died. He lost himself in love. He lost himself in love. He's one with all beings. You know, that, that was a, it was hard opening. It wasn't my idea of meditation. You know, meditation was you sat there and you got angry at yourself. <laughs> but here, this is what Maharaji said. How did he meditate? He lost himself in love. He merged himself completely in love. 